Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 54 of the Showbound Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Raskin, here as always with Ethan Cardwell. Cards, what's going on? Uh, you know, not too much. Um, just hanging out, just got back from the rink, had a uh, quick shower, and it's Taco Tuesday here at the Billets House tonight, so looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. We had a good practice today, too. actually just got back. We, uh, for, for those who don't know, you, you might not know this either, Cards, the like U sports hockey shuts down in December while the guys have exams and stuff. So it's just practices, no games. So we're, we're just doing like three on three tournaments every day now for December and stuff like that. So it was, it was so fun. Um, but yeah, back. I didn't home. Do that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And uh, so really we have no, no games till January now, but um, so your, your games this weekend, two of them got postponed with the Sudbury Wolves COVID thing. eh? There's been a little bit of an outbreak there in Sudbury. Um, we played them the other day. So, you know, we're just going through the testing protocols, just making sure everyone's healthy here in Barry, just trying to keep our team on the ice. But yeah, no, their team shut down for a little bit. Um, I know they all have to serve their uh, provincial like mandate of like days in quarantine. So once they're out of that, then hopefully we'll be able to reschedule these games and get them done. But uh, more importantly, I just hope everyone's healthy and uh, gets back to a hundred percent there in Sudbury, because obviously you don't want to see anything like that ever happen. Yeah. Hopefully everyone's all right. Um, and I, I was uh, in, in the interview, we recorded an interview this morning with Josh Bloom, which obviously, you know, by now, because you can see the title of this episode, but I was you might so as well s- intro him now too. Okay. Third. You got it. Yeah, third round pick of the uh, Buffalo Sabres in the 2021 draft. Um, currently in his second year with the Saginaw Spirit and having a hell of a year. So, yeah, that's the info on Josh Bloom. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I was just going to say, it was like, I was so sick this morning. Uh, the listeners know I was sick last week. I've been sick all week still. But I, I don't know what it was. Like, just I guess the practice was so good today. I came back. I feel great. I mean, relatively great. Like, I'm not better, but I feel better than I was. Like, this morning, you could hear it in my voice in the interview and stuff. And it was also early when we recorded, but I'm feeling way better. I also got the flu shot yesterday and had had some flu symptoms from that, I think. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about this card. I texted you. This was crazy. I go to get my flu shot. And anyone who's going to get their flu shot, listen to this. Um, I go and uh, the girl was like, which shot do you want? And I'm like, blue shot. And uh, she's like, no, we're offering like four different shots uh, for the flu. And she listed them off. And one of them was like the common flu shot. And I was like, yeah, like give me the common one. She's like, are you sure? I was like, I don't know. Like, is that the one that everyone's getting? She's like, well, so far at this clinic, like the majority of the people have been getting this one. Um, she's like, we really don't know which, which strand it's going to be this year. So we have so many different shots. I was like, I I don't know, just give me the one that everyone else is getting. So they gave it to me and then I was getting sick after. But like who now I don't even feel like I'm protected at all because they don't even know which one to give. So I don't know. But maybe do the research if you're going to get your flu shot and figure that out because I didn't. And I'm not getting another one. I'm I'm good with the one. But I was was crazy, man. Like, what are you doing? You know, what's funny, too. You said, like, watching practice made you feel better. Normally, like, when I watch Rochi, it makes me feel sick to my stomach watching him out there. So, oh, you know what? Good he, he didn't come today because uh, he has a big project due tomorrow, I think. So that's probably why it didn't make me feel sick. He, he yeah, that, that's, that's exactly talking. why. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he's all he's a talker. man. He's always chirping at practice, too. Eh? He's, he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah, typical him. 
Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that you got that big shootout winner. We kind of, you talked about it a bit in the interview, but we didn't say it was a winning goal. You, you scored the shootout winner in a game uh, against Niagara earlier this week. That was kind of nasty. Yeah, it was a pretty good move. Like I said, like I talked about it in the interview a little bit, but like I kind of just like, it's a move like I've been working on a little bit in practice and stuff. And like, I've been, I've been having like a little bit of a slow start in terms of scoring and stuff. And, you know, like I've had two goals called off on me this year and then just kind of felt like nice, like a little bit of weight off my shoulders to kind of have the confidence to go in there and be able to put one in the back of the net and be able to win it for the team. And obviously our goalie did his part and went in the shoot it as well, but definitely felt good to contribute in a big way. Yeah. Uh, what else, what's been going on with you guys this week? Like you got, uh, like what's new? Not, not much, man. We're going to have, we're going to have a long time in between games because we're going to play this Thursday and then we won't play until, um, the next Saturday. So just like a couple days off for recovery. I actually, here's something funny, man. I have three university classes starting on December 1st. So I guess with these days off and stuff, I'm going to have to get going on those. So my mom's been all over me to get my uh, schooling going. So I've finished a few courses and uh, now it's time to hop back on the horse here and uh, get after a few more. Uh, Maybe uh, I bet I'll be getting some texts with some questions at some point from you, eh? No, for sure. You may even be uh, be asked to help on a few assignments. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> hey, hey, whatever I can do. But actually, I had this really interesting uh, uh, school assignment, I guess. It, it was like a final. Instead of an exam, we had a big final as- assignment. And it was really cool because we were competing against our own class um, for marks, basically. Uh, the way it w- worked was like you're running a business and it's a simulation um of eight years and you have a lot of data analytics and you have to follow the data to make the best decisions to basically make the most money and whoever makes the most money and increases the the value of the business like their market share percentage the most gets the most marks and it's ranked from one to 35 there's 35 people in the class so i'm we're literally competing against the class and it doesn't even matter you can do really well but 34 people can do better than you and you can still come last and lose a bunch of marks so it's actually like it's a battle right now in my class the group chat's getting heated so, yeah, yeah, so it's like it's it's like a Sudbury Berry rivalry out there, just banging bodies. You got to attack these people, though, man. That's hilarious. That's like it's kind of a good idea, though. It drives incentive and like provides motivation, like because no, it's it's almost like um, like if you're a salesman getting like what's it called commission? Like, uh, commission. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I blanked out for a second. Yeah, you always. For good for help on those but yeah no commission like you got to outwork the other person to be able to get your marks which i actually don't mind so that, that's yeah, pretty cool it makes you feel yeah. real world but it's also yeah it's not for all the marks too there's also a write-up so you you know if you come last you can still make your marks back on the write-up but if you come first and do well in the write-up you're obviously doing way better um, yeah for sure have uh have you been watching any nhl lately just the Leafs, as always, who are just going crazy. Can we? Can you just appreciate how good the Leafs are right now? Oh man, I've never been against the Leafs or anything. I just like, I just not a huge Leafs fan, but I love watching them play. Like, it's yeah. it's so impressive to see the things that these guys can do with the puck and stuff, and just like, it, it's interesting too with the Leafs. Like, you see, like they're they're five guys that make all the money, never change, but like the 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 group around them is always changing year to year. So it's different to see how they step in with these new roles and stuff. But like, you're obviously watching for the entertainment value and the top guys and 
And it's like the same. We always talk about Edmonton for that reason too. So I think like for regular season, the Leafs and Edmonton have to be my favorite two teams to watch just for the entertainment value. And then the playoffs, it's anyone's game. So it's always good to watch like good hard-nosed hockey, you know? Yeah, I'm nervous for the playoffs still. Even my brother, I was with him yesterday and I was just saying like, have you seen the Leafs? Like 13 in the last 15, you know? And he's just like, doesn't even matter. We've seen this happen so many times. Let's just... Like, we know they're going to make the playoffs. Let's just see, you know, see how that first round goes. So no one's, no one's even too hopeful yet, which is funny. Yeah. Um, but Jack Campbell, who isn't a big-name goalie, I'm pretty sure he's up there, maybe even at the top of the league in save percentage. Yeah, he's having an absolute year, man. It's It's been incredible. And it's so good to see because he's just, like, such a down-to-earth guy. And, yeah. like, he's so nice. Like, actually – we should try to get him on the pod, to be honest. I feel like he's too nice to say no to come on. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can try, man. Um, yeah, well, we, we should. Reach out. Yeah, let's reach out to him, see if we could get him on. I'm sure the fans would love that one. That would, yeah. that would be an awesome episode. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see a guy like that succeed. It's always nice to see kind of like an underdog story with, with a good heart who prevails, you know. It's, it's nice to see those kind of things come true. Yeah. Did you watch the that Amazon Leafs? the blueprint thing or whatever that it was so well you know how i am like yeah but i really want them yeah. i watched i watched it and, and campbell from all the times he was on the video he's just he just seems so nice everyone says he's the nicest guy he actually just from the video he seems like such a nice guy man i don't know and actually ras one thing that comes to my mind right now too so i just got home from the rink like i said i had a nice shower got it going nice and warm in there and yeah my manscaped hair shampoo and conditioner with the body wash and it is electric it's unbelievable man like the smell getting out of the shower i just feel like a new man i feel energized i'm ready to go for taco tuesday so i can't say <laughs> can't say enough good things about uh the manscaped new line that they have going so everyone go check that out and i guess that leads you right into your big ad read yeah before i even read the thing so i, I don't know uh i guess there was an old spice recall did you see that no I, I was previously an Old Spice guy and they had like cancer causing agents and they recalled a lot of their stuff. I guess PSA. Deodorant? Yeah, deodorant, shampoo, like they're in the, in the things. Like, yeah. Oh, sh- I use Old Spice deodorant. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Um, oh, so no. look into that. But yeah, and just for the listeners to be aware as well. But that's where Manscaped comes in perfectly, man. They, it smells better anyway, so... I just want to yeah. say, but actually be careful because, uh, yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to get rid of the old spice this week, but luckily Manscaped have been, been taking care of us and for everyone else, it's holiday season and you know what to get as a gift or stocking stuffer. Today's sponsor Manscaped has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. What is white elephant? Huh? Do you know what white elephant competition is? I've heard of it. No, no clue. Okay. Well, <laughs> you'll win with this Manscaped gift. But Manscaped's the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. If my math is correct, that's almost 8 million balls. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code SHOWBOUND. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside, you'll find their lawnmower body trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, and the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, which is actually, like, huge. Everyone should be, you know, keeping the nose hair short. 
Let's not forget their famous liquid formulation, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The dads can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this and the women will love you for it. Now, these are our picks for Manscaped Surefire Wind Stocking Stuffers. Sorry, my reading is not up to par. Number one, <laughs> the Manscaped 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner just launched. Kill two birds with one stone. Number two, the Manscaped Cologne-Infused Body Wash. Number three, Shears 2.0 Luxury 4-Piece Nail Kit. Number four, Crop Mops, Ball Wipes for your stanky balls. Number five, Manscaped Signature Cologne. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know their products are legit. Make sure you hurry to their site to ensure these wild gifts show up before the holiday season. And while you're at it, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code SHOWBOUND. Whether this is for your partner, dad, brother, friend, get them something that they will actually use and it's almost sure to get a laugh. Once again, 20% off and free shipping. Doesn't get any better than that at manscaped.com with the code SHOWBOUND. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. And with that being said, let's send it over to Josh Bloom. All right. This week, we're pleased to be joined by Bloomer, Josh Bloom, Sabres pick. Bloomer, how you been, bud? Good. Thanks for having me on, boys. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And I know before we get into this, I want to just quickly uh, reference to the fans that me and Bloomer are like fourth cousins. So uh, a little, <laughs> little bit of blood relatives going on in this podcast. But uh, no, it's, it's actually a funny story. So when we were playing together in Saginaw, we were at one game and like, are like really like like our older like grandparents or something kind of connected the dots and figured out we were related somehow so that was a little bit interesting so we just went with the whole cousins thing while I was in Saginaw um we don't look too much alike Bloom are you growing a bit of a beard right now I'm working on it man I'm working on it I had the Movember going and then I got too lazy to shave the rest yeah well you look good and you're playing good right now so that leads me into my next thing you're on a tear right now Tell us what's been going on in SAG. So much has been going on in SAG, man. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. Back to back to the cousins thing. My crazy grandpa always doing this ancestry stuff, and he sees somebody he's seen on his ancestry, and it turns out it's Cardi's grandpa or uncle or something. So that was <laughs> a weird little story there. But uh, yeah, SAG's been great so far. Um, can't say enough about the organization cards. You know, like. Sag's the best spot to be. So um, just first class and uh, continuing to do it this year. So, Well, let's, let's hear about you, though. You've been on absolute heater. And I want to talk about the penalty, like, or sorry, penalty kill goals. It's been out, out of hand a bit lately. Like, what do you have, six on the year right now, shorthanded? Yeah, I think it's six. And I just keep getting heat from Smitty. And all he says is how much I cheat and stuff. But <laughs> I look at it a little differently. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's jumping at the right time. Uh, but yeah, our PK has been great. Um, I think we're, are we first in the CHL still? Cause yeah, we you did are. Get, yeah, we got lit up a bit by Windsor. But um, yeah, our PK has been unbelievable. Brad Flynn stepped in and done an unbelievable job in that respect. So uh, just the boys kind of learning from his systems and then taking advantage at times when we can. So, uh, has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And what's, what's been the difference for you? Like you're just, you're scoring. It seems like you are every night and 
you, you got a young team getting some wins. Nobody expected you guys to really make make some noise, but you guys are doing pretty well for yourselves. And like you said, your penalty kill is top of the CHL. So what's been the difference there for you leading that team? Yeah, like I said, I think it's just jumping at the right times. Like we get full possession of a puck, just breaking right away when you see that, trying to get first jump. I think that has a lot to do with the PK, but from from the team aspect of it, like you said, we got a super young group, but um, at the same time, everyone's buying into Lazzie's systems and and has no problem stepping in any role up and down our lineup. So, and then obviously when you have Lenny in the in the pipes, it's it's easy to win games because he's going to keep you in every single game. And you jumping on that PK almost keeps their power play guys on their toes there, like knowing if there's a turnover, they got to get back and. Even if uh, you don't end up with the puck, they're still out of the zone and it's an easier exit. So it's actually not that bad. Um, yeah, against Windsor, one of my one of my good buddies, Wyatt Johnson, every time we would line up, he's on the power play and he just doesn't want to soak that dash. And he's like, dude, like, stop jumping, please. Like, I, I don't need a dash right now. <laughs> yeah, you're in their heads. Um, so you're from Oakville and you got drafted sagging on the second round of the OHL draft. So I just want to know what your thoughts were when you get picked by an American team uh, to go play hockey there. Like, how did that go at that at that point? Yeah, I had no idea what I was stepping into in SAG. Like, I had the I had the OHL interviews, obviously, with them before the draft, and they were really impressive. But, like, I had no idea about Saginaw as a city or anything. And I got a text from good old Cards, and uh, I was really excited to be a part of the team. And then uh, Cards, he brought me under his wing and showed me around the first day I was here. So... Uh, I, I've learned to love SAG, and I couldn't be happier to be here. So that was my next question. How was uh, how was Cardi in the locker room that year? Oh, like the guy thinks he was in his ninth year already. He was, he, was li- <laughs> he literally still had a star beside his name, and this guy's like walking around like the man. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to act the part, though, Bloomer. Come on, I I taught you that too well because you were a little bit too comfortable in your first year too. <laughs> You did teach me well. You did. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But uh, no, like the first year there, we want like I want to know, like, obviously I was there with you and everything. And I'll touch on something that I wanted to get into about your first year in a little bit. But like, how was your adjustment to the OHL? Did you find like? Uh, yeah, it was super tough. And it was like, obviously, like the competition's way harder. But like, you knew our group, like we had an unbelievable group. And there was like, like little to no space of moving up and down that lineup like it was it was a sick group um and like cardsy another like show pick was playing third line minutes and like he was gonna be like a a a high round pick in my opinion that year and so um like with that group like you just had to find your role and play it or you were gonna be out, out of the lineup so that was a super tough adjustment um i think with with t bone stepping in and playing so well in our rookie year, like it pushed me every day because there was that internal competition. Like one of us was going to get scratched every night. So uh, Mm -hmm. that was big to have him there and just pushing me every day as well. Yeah. And you were probably like, you were, you were a lot skinnier and stuff. I'm assuming then, than you are now you were a small kid. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I'd say I was skin and bone back then actually. So um, I think quarantine was big for me. Like, moving into kind of the draft and everything and, and what I'm doing now, um, put on a lot of weight, changed my game a lot. I wouldn't say changed my game, but added to my game a lot. So uh, I think that quarantine period was huge. Yeah. And Rask, here's, here's a little fun fact about Bloomer. I know 
you do uh, the outline for us every week. And he, here's something that not too many people know about Bloomer. His first two OHO goals were actually in penalty shots. How about that? There's an interesting stat. I set some sort of record that never did been done in the OHL, and the OHL stops for two years, and all of a sudden some kid on Hamilton like ties my record. I, I saw like, that the, the other day. Yeah, like ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense how you get, first off, you get two penalty shots in your first year, let alone score on both of them, and it's your first two goals. But like, And this is another thing I want to talk about. Oh, wait, um, it's because he's always cheating on the PK. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Honestly, yeah, but Bloomer, how many breakaway goals do you have this year? It's got to be like upwards of 10, maybe. I started the year 0 for 8 on breakaways. I had something like 8 breakaways in like 3 or 4 games. I had like 4 breakaways in the first 2 games against Erie, and I just couldn't talk. And then I started to find my rhythm. I think I probably have 7 or 8 breakaway goals. Yeah, I've seen a few of them. You're just going with the same move. <laughs> man if it keeps working i'm gonna keep doing it no honestly though like on when the, when you were struggling on them were you were you doing the move or no oh i was fully doing the move 100 oh, okay. percent okay because <laughs> i was i was just about to say you kind of bashed yourself a little bit in respect to like how good you are on breakaways because i was just about to like give you like the greatest breakaway or penalty shot kind of status i've ever seen in my life because i've never seen you miss and like obviously now i'm just seeing the highlights and stuff and just seeing you score and rasky's got this little stupid move that he does and it it, it blows my mind how it works <laughs> you got i'm not gonna i'm not gonna expose it on the podcast but we probably have some ohl goaltenders listening but um rask when you get some spare time go watch some bloomer tape and you'll just see this goofy little movie does and it works every time it's ridiculous yeah. You might have to change yeah, it up it's not against hard Barry to now. Find it when you look it up. Yeah, you know it's it's so weird though. Like, it, I don't even. Where'd you even come up with that? I don't even know how I came up with it. I think I was at, I was at Team Ontario, and we were like talking about like penalty shots because like it could go into shootout, right? Like, you could lose the tournament on a shootout. So, um, we were going through moves, and I just couldn't figure out a move to beat Ben Goudreau, like our goalie for the team. And so, like, our coach says, oh, this move works every time, every time. And he's like, just flinch and then tuck it between his stick and his pad. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I'll, I'll try it. So I did it, and then it worked, like, four times in a row. And I was like, all right, I got to do this every time. Man, yeah, and it's, it's so simple and stuff, too. And this is actually kind of funny because we went into a shootout the other night with um, Niagara. And obviously, yeah. you're a lefty, so when you're shooting on these goaltenders, like – it's different for you. Like you have the correct angle to do your move. So for a righty on, on a regular goalie, like it, it's not there. So didn't you talk that way against Rosenzweig? No, I didn't score that way. But the funniest thing was I'm thinking about it, right? The whole time. Cause he's, <laughs> he's a, he's a Southpaw. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's the opposite. So I'm like, I'm on the bench. I'm like, Oh, I'm doing bloomers move. I'm going to score with bloomers move right now. And um, so I'm, I'm going third. And Clarky goes first and he tries your move. I'm like, and, and it stopped. So I'm like, okay, now I can't do that. So like I, I reverted to something else. Luckily I did score, but like I was so fired up on the bench. I'm like, I'm doing Bloomer's move. It's going in hundred percent and I'm going to be the man. <laughs> yeah. But, that's hilarious, man. Speaking of goalies, how's Guzda? We went to uh Sabres camp together. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. He's a beauty. Um, 
yeah, like you said, really nice guy. Obviously, he's, he's huge in the net too. So it's huge. it's it's been real nice at uh, at practice trying to score on him every day. Just a little bit of an internal challenge, like you said, kind of. And yeah, it just it makes it so much more comfortable having him back there. Like, I mean, he's he's probably one of the best goalies in the league. Obviously, we have like Lenny and Goudreau and guys like that, but just his experience second to none. So he's been awesome back there. And and yeah, like it's it's been big for us to have him i know i was talking like hopefully getting lenny or some or goudreau or something like that because we had talks about getting a goalie and then when i kind of heard we got him i was so fired up too because barry and even sag like we've had trouble on him in the past he's such a good goalie yeah 100 percent. and how's how's lenny been doing he, he's been doing well yeah lenny's been doing great he's still first class going in this league and uh he's gonna be so uh, just excited to have him in the lineup. I don't even know why I haven't thought of getting Lenny. Yeah. Okay, let's get Lenny. We, for we've the mentioned next. him so many times on the podcast. It's like actually insulting that we haven't had him on. Yeah, that's embarrassing on us. Okay, Bloomer at the ring today. Tell him he's coming on the pod. Yeah, I'll let him know. All right, Rask, I know you want to talk a little bit about some uh, Team Canada events. Yeah, so – in that first year with SAG, you got to play for Canada Red at the U17. So I just want to know how that experience was and how you guys did in the tournament. Yeah, that was a crazy story. So I originally didn't make the team. I was the, like, last cut. And I was pretty choked about it, to be honest. We went into the Sioux, and I soaked, like, three dashes in the Sioux. I was just way out of my head. And, um, and then I think a week went by, and a kid on the team got an injury. And so I got a call at school and they're like, Hey, like we're flying you out to Swift Current Saskatchewan and you're playing for team red. So I'm all fired up. Right. And it's literally a full day of travel. I went from Saginaw airport to Detroit, Detroit to Chicago, Chicago to Calgary, Calgary drove all the way to Swift Current Saskatchewan all in one day. And I got there and we had to play Russia the next morning. And I think I, I was playing off four hours of sleep and I was just brutal in the first game. Absolutely brutal. And then second game sort of found my step and then slowly started moving up the lineup. And then uh, finally in uh, we were playing Sweden in a, in a, after we lost in the quarters and they moved me up and they played me with Wyatt Johnson and Logan Stankoven. So I must have been doing something right because they moved me up the lineup pretty high. But uh, unbelievable experience. Just for all the listeners out there, don't go to Swift Current Saskatchewan ever. It could be the worst place ever, man. Like, I went into the shower and my nose would bleed because it was so cold and so dry out there. So the steam in the shower would make my nose bleed. That's absurd. Yeah, I love how you just throw it under the bus like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, my that's God. funny. How'd you guys do in the tournament though? We did really well. Like we uh we beat the like the winning team Russia. So we beat them in our first game and found our way into the quarters. And then we played Team Canada White up two one all game, I think. They tied it, went into overtime and Chase Tillman or sorry, Chase Tillman ripped from the top of the circles, bar dizzy, and just see you later. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know if you did that well then. I mean, you didn't even medal. You're out in the quarters. So uh, you got you got to reevaluate <laughs> what, what good in a tournament is here, Bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, had, we like we were in that game and we were winning the whole game. Like if we made it to the next, I think they lost to the States or Russia. And like we could have beat whoever they beat. So um, yeah. I wouldn't say we did terribly, but like there was potential to do way better for sure. Yeah, now I want to I want to quickly go back to the part where you like didn't make the team at first, and it was so funny. Rask, like it wasn't funny. Like I felt bad for Bloomer because he deserved to make it. He had like a good start in the O that year, but like this guy at school, like I'd pick him up, and um, we'd be like driving in the car that week, like right after he found out like he wasn't going, he was just like lip was hitting the floor, <laughs> just, car, just, just not moping. even close to true. Just, just moping around for a week and then we're sitting in the class there's all of us in there and uh our i don't know did, who got a hold it was it tuzo who told you or was it you got a phone call during class i was in the middle of english class and i saw a call from calgary alberta and i sprinted to the washroom <laughs> yeah because i remember i came back or something i was in the class and then bloomers like, i'm going i'm going and uh you <laughs> so happy and uh, i was so happy for him so then it was it was pretty funny though when he actually kind of got the call and was was officially on the team that i think he deserved to be on from the start so then the moping stopped he was all happy guy again but (laughs) um like i guess like we didn't really talk about it but like before covid like after i left sag kind of what were what were things like for you there like i know you said there wasn't much room to move up the lineup but like as the season progressed how did you feel like i felt great about my game and then towards the end of the season um i kind of found myself a role playing with dewey and uh cam baber and we went on a i think it was something like a eight or nine game heater to end the year and we were just playing some great hockey, and then obviously COVID came into effect. But, um, yeah, I found my role nicely in that fourth line. And, oh, the stuff we could have done if we made the playoffs that year, like if we had any sort of playoffs. And I know all the boys that have been on the pod have said the same thing. But, Christ, did we have a good team. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, I mean, Barry probably would have shut you down. <laughs> um, but – I mean, let's get into your COVID slash your draft year. Um, for you, kind of like a young guy, like we talked about your first year being like, there's ups and downs. You didn't get much play time, which is kind of expected. But like, y- you don't play in your draft year. Like, there's got to be some thoughts going through your head about the draft. Like, maybe, maybe this isn't good. Like, maybe I might get overlooked because of this or something like that. You want to tell us about the grind of not getting any games in during your draft year? Yeah, it was, like, so almost nerve-wracking, but, like, just everything was up in the air. I had no idea what was going on, which was the frustrating part because, like, the teams that came and saw me kept it to themselves, so nobody writing about the draft knew anything about me, and, like, that's why people were surprised I was taken so high as I was. Um, so basically how we how we did it, um, I would be going to skates in Hamilton and scouts would come and watch the skates. And so they try and like gauge where they thought I should go in the draft and stuff like that. And so I think Buffalo came three or four times. And so I had a little bit of a feeling it was going to be Buffalo, 
but I didn't know. And so they came to skates. Imagine trying to draft a guy off like practice. Yeah, I was I was just about to say good thing you're a good practice player, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I could be the worst practice player ever. No, and that's kind of true, actually. And uh, this kind of takes me back to our. <laughs> so the first time, like Bloomer gets drafted to SAG, and it's like our first skate. Like he's, it's his first skate ever. Like rookie, um, rookie camp, like first year, whatever. It's his first time touching the ice of the Dow, and this guy looked drunk out there. Like <laughs> I've never seen a guy have worse practice than Bloomer that day. And I, I like, I honestly felt bad for him. I'm like, Bloomer, just like settle it down a little bit. You'll get the hang of it. But you were so out of sorts. I was like, oh my god, what did what did Laz and Drinks just draft here? <laughs> you remember Man, that? I, I must have been shaking in my boots or something. Yeah, it was, because right after that ski, you were fine the rest of the way. But like, that was just a tough one. Do you remember how like how that went? Yeah, was I still in my cage? I think I was still in my yeah. nat stuff. Yeah. I was fully still in my nat stuff. And I stepped on the ice and I look over and I see Kinger and I see Webby, like these ginormous guys. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Yeah, you're in one at that point. That That's funny. But like, okay, let's get back to this. Cause like, I want to know, like, so your agent kind of set it up where like scouts would come and watch. Like, did you talk to them after or just like they just come and then you'd have a phone call or something? Yeah, so they weren't allowed to talk to me in person. Um, they, Yeah, we'd, we'd have phone calls and stuff, and they'd just say, hey, like, we're going to come out to the skate this week. So my agent did a really, really good job with that, and same with my uh, skills coach, Evan McGrath. He did an unbelievable job. So um, they'd come out, and then um, we'd run skills for however long and then do, like, small area games at the end and got drafted off of that, basically. That's crazy. Well, I'm – I'm happy for you that you went so high and I was super excited. We're going to get into the draft next about that, but were you ever considering going overseas for the year? Yeah, I was actually, I had a couple spots lined up just like yourself. Like I was really excited to go, go over. Um, just didn't eventually end up happening. I'm not really too upset. I didn't go over like the experience would have been unbelievable, but um, can't complain about my time continuing to train and uh, get ready for this season. So. Yeah, like everything worked out for you amazingly. So there's obviously no looking back at that. But uh, what were some of the things you did to keep yourself busy? I mean, you you didn't play for almost two years. Like, what uh, what hobbies did you pick up or continue? Yeah, honestly, man, like I was getting so sick and tired of the gym. Like I was I was in there every single day, and I like I hated it by the end of it. Like I just oh, did I ever so like. I took like a week off, went to the cottage for a week, just like just to clear the head, kind of get new scenery, stuff like that. But um, just continuously in the gym and on the ice, there there wasn't really any days off kind of yeah. thing. So Mendoza's having a hard time getting you hitting the weights now? You're just so oh, tired of it. Oh, my God. Those are Torres uh, meniscus or something. Guys waddling around like a penguin. No, that's not good. I've seen his Snapchat stories. He's he's always fired up about the boys, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for reference. That's the Saginaw strength coach. He, he's a great dude, too. Yeah, Big, yeah. Those are he's unbelievable. And then he brought in uh, a new guy this year. His name's Bull. He's just as good, too. Yeah, good. So you guys got a good setup there. Good, good uh, crew staff. But like I said, we're gonna send it over to the NHL draft, and I know Ross got a bunch on that. Yeah. So. 
drafted by Buffalo in the third round uh, after not playing, you know, a couple skates in Hamilton. But did you did you have a lot of contact with the teams? I know you said they can't talk to you directly, but uh, with like whatever the phone calls or through your agent, did you talk to a, a few teams? Yeah, like just based off of like the uncertainty about me, like I was talking to a lot of teams just because they they had me ranked at one spot where they thought they could get me and then another team had me ranked at another. And like the the range in which like these teams thought I could be taken was so different. So I was I was talking of I don't know, like over 20 teams. And um I, and then like I started to narrow down with the teams I would call more and more and more. And so like I kind of narrowed it down to like a range of five that I thought were like potential spots where I would go. Um, funny story, actually, like my eight. So me and my agent were talking and he's like, all right, I'm going to write down on a piece of paper where I think you're going to go and like what round and uh, what team. And then I want you to do the same and then we'll seal up the envelopes and then we'll open them up after draft day. So we both write it down. I open mine. It says something like, I think it was fifth round to like Philadelphia or something. And then I look in his envelope and it says third round Buffalo. And I was like, wow, man, like you really know what you're doing. Holy Christ. Maybe he switched it off of the draft. (laughs) Yeah, he must have. He must have. Yeah, he might have pulled a fast one on you to just seem like (laughs) the greatest agent in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's pretty impressive, though. I mean, I've told this one before, but I – an Anaheim Ducks scout told me directly out of his mouth they were taking cards in the third round that first eligible draft year, right out of his mouth, and it didn't happen. So you never know with these people, man. Everyone's saying stuff, you know? Yeah, you never know. And, like, I was biting my tongue after that draft because, like, like, I don't know how cards he didn't go. Like, I don't know how. Man, uh, it was unbelievable. It was crazy. And actually, like, something on your draft. So I don't know, like – I was in West Virginia when the draft was going on and I was, Oh, I think I heard this story. This is a great story. I was, yeah. So I was driving home, right. Um, from North Carolina. And so like, you probably haven't heard like this part of the story. So like I get in the, I get in the shower. We're just about to go out and like, kind of like get ready, like go for lunch and then go to a baseball game or something. And, um, I'm in the shower, the, the draft's going on, but like, I'm kind of like sort of not looking at it, like whatever. And I go outside and like, I, I haven't checked it in a while. My parents go, they were like kind of following along. They go, holy shit, your cousin just got drafted. I go, who? They go, Bloomer. So then I, was, <laughs> I, I was so fired up about that. And then um, I was like, well, Bloomer got drafted here. Well, hopefully, hopefully we keep the, the family vibes going. Hopefully I can go soon. And then sure enough, like within... I think the next hour I was, I was off the board too. So that was pretty sick. And I was so pumped when I saw your name. It was like, I think Lenny went like just ahead of you or just behind. Yeah. You? Uh, two picks ahead of me, I think. Yeah. What was he? 93. You were 95. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was, I was super pumped for to see the boys go. That was, that was awesome. That yeah. phone call must've been unbelievable. Like from your parents after you got picked. Cause like, you're not with them. Right. Oh no, I was I was with my parents, but like my oh, whole okay. family I was not with. I was with nobody. But like it was like I didn't know what was going on and then I just got a text like and then it I don't know man, it was kind of crazy. Like like were you were you having a party or anything? I just yeah, so I brought over like I don't know, 
like 15 family members and like we didn't know how the day was gonna go so we just kind of um we're walking around the house like we got food or whatever we're just all hanging out and then I got a call from my agent and he goes um get the cameras going I'm like what like you want to tell me something like am I gonna go right now and it's like the start of the third round and I'm like this is way too high like am I going right now he goes just get the cameras going it's gonna be a good day so we got the cameras going it's all set up and so like the start of the third round starts going first 10 picks I'm not there so we delete the video start another one because it's been like half an hour next 10 picks go it's not me delete the video start another one and then finally at the end of the third round I think it was the second last pick in the third was it third uh, last I don't pick. know it's <laughs> I think it might have been second or third last pick in the third round and I finally hear my name called and I think we must have had like an hour and a half of like straight, just weird videos of us all just sitting there all amped up to jump. But like, my name's not popping up. That's, that's hilarious though. At least you got, like, that's kind of nice though. Like at least your agent gave you, gave you the heads up there. So you guys could get that footage, even if it was a little bit early on the call there, but that's, that's nice though. You got like the first round footage for, for a third rounder. You can't complain about that. There you go. How about your phone after you were drafted? Did it just blow? Like, oh, and I couldn't go on it. I couldn't do it. And here's something like that a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people know this, but some people don't. I have an iPhone 8 still. So, so it's, oh, you do? Dude, I love the home button. I can't get rid of it. Yeah, it's it's just a bit of a show in the iPhone, but like it dies so quick and stuff. And as you know, so how bad, like my phone was overheating. It was like just <laughs> shutting off. There was too much going on. Dude, within like 30 seconds of being drafted, I had like 100 Twitter notifications, like 150 Snapchats from all my buddies and stuff. And then my phone just keeps ringing because like then the GM calls me, my agent calls me, all my old coaches call me, drinks last, like everyone's calling me to congratulate me. And my things like just I'm like my phone can't handle this, guys. Like it's got a crack in it. It's still got the home button. I can't even charge it for more than 30 minutes. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Actually, uh, this just kind of came to my head too. And I I mean, this kind of, Rask, I don't know, like, are, are we done with the, the draft stuff? To yeah, lead go whatever you want. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, because uh, when I, like, kind of going back to when I was, like, coming home, um, I drove through Buffalo and I remember I sent Bloomer a picture of the rink just, like, casually passing by. And this was, like, still, like, you shouldn't like Canadians aren't supposed to be in the States and stuff for whatever reason and, and stuff like that. So I, I sent Bloomer a photo of uh, the key bank center. Is that, that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, it was like the day after that. It was like the day of the draft. I go, yeah, you're stomping ground. So we had to laugh about that, but like, I want to know about Buffalo as a whole, like how was, how was camp and like the, the start of the preseason there and went to the point you came home. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Like it's it's so first class. Um, the owners do a great job in like giving us the best setup. So we were in a hotel. Get this, there's a rink in the hotel downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played at that one uh, a bunch of. Wait, what's it? Wait, what's it called? Is that the Harbor, the Harbor, Harbor Center. Yeah. Harbor Center. It's where Canisius plays. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's so, unbelievable. Yeah, so I'd wake up. I grab a coffee. I'd walk to, down two flights of stairs, and all of a sudden, I'm in our locker room. Like it was so weird. And That's so we played Jersey, 
and um, Boston. And, like, after the first period in the first game, I was shaking in my boots. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I thought hockey was good in the O, and now I'm here. And, like, it's a different world. And you haven't played in so long. (laughs) Oh, oh, my God. And so I finally settled in um, in the second period and, and found my game a little bit more. And then um, I didn't know what the deal was with main camp. Like nobody was saying anything to me. So I didn't know if I was staying, I was going finally um, like they don't, they still didn't say anything to me. And my roommate, Oliver Nadeau was the fourth round pick. Didn't say anything to him either. And main camp rolls around and we show up at the rink and all our stuff set up for main camp. And so we're like, okay, I guess, I guess we're staying. Like, I, I don't know. And so we asked the guy, like, we're like, are we supposed to be here? Like, are we staying? He's like, yes, of course you're staying. And then, like, looked at us like we were idiots. We're like, nobody <laughs> told us. <laughs> that was kind of like me, though, too. I had that, like, uncertainty. But I, I think they bring, like, everyone, um, like, or not everyone, but, like, if, like they're, they're normally, like, their picks around to just be, like, at least have a few days with, like, the big dogs. So, like, that leads me into my next thing. Who was on your team in camp? Like, what big dogs from the team? Dylan Cousins, he was sick, man. Oh, my God. Really, yeah? And he's only yeah. two years older, right? So, like, that's crazy. Yeah, and he's so big. Like, he's scary big. You don't realize how tall he is until you're on the ice with him. But um, what's his name? Uh, Rasmus Dahlin. So, he was in the middle of a contract negotiation. So, he didn't come till later on in camp. And he showed up, and this guy was just a man. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. the stuff you can do is, like, unbelievable. Yeah, he's got so much skill, actually. Did you see him uh, try to take the slap shot, miss the puck, and trip? Oh, that was a brutal video. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. Poor guy. But, that wasn't uh, was was his team? best highlight. <laughs> uh, Jeff Skinner as well. He was sick. Yeah. He can rip a I, pill. Yeah, like he he's had, like, what was it? Like, was it last? It wasn't last year. It was like two years ago. He had an unbelievable season with Buffalo. So he. Yeah. You know, he I mean, he's a 40 goal scorer, I'm pretty sure. He got a big yeah, bank account, too. He's legit for sure. Yeah, he got a huge payday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm curious, like, how the vibe was with the whole Eichel situation at that point. Was it, was it like a weird thing to talk about? Like, I'm sure people were, were talking about that in the room and stuff. Yeah. So, like, all the guys there are still like best buddies with Eichel. And then we have our, um, like, our meeting to kind of start main camp. And Kevin Adams, the GM, comes in and just addresses the whole thing right to everyone. Just addresses it like not awkward, not at all. And he's just like, hey, got off the phone with Jack today. Um, it's going to be announced later this afternoon. He's not going to be our captain anymore. Um, you guys, this shouldn't change your relationship with him. Uh, I know some of you are still best friends with him. Shouldn't change a thing. But um, as of right now, he's no longer our captain. And then that was it. Walked away. We're like, okay. Like it, it had nothing to do with me, but all the guys are like whispering about it. They were all surprised and stuff. So, yeah, well, that that's actually pretty good though that they handled it that way. Like, it's better that they did that. Like first day of camp, like even with like all of you guys there, like the young guys, just tell everybody straight up how it's gonna be and kind of just move forward from there. I, I like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hit it head on. Um, so yeah, I just want to bring it back to this season. I'm just curious how you're finding the schedule playing against the same teams kind of over and over again and a lot of American teams, how, how that's been going for you. Yeah, like the rivalries are getting going, like cards, you know, the Flint rivalries and stuff. And 
Mm-hmm. Even like it started in preseason, like I got I got jumped by Riley Piercy, and I'm like, oh god, here we go. Did you see that fight? Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I just got my ass handed to me. That's and, all right. You got in there. Yeah, he's a big so, guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. So, um, it started in preseason, and so the rivalries are getting going. I think we got Guelph this weekend for the first time, and they're supposed to be really good. So we'll see how we do against them, and then. Um, we were supposed to have a game later on on Sunday against the Sioux, and it got changed to 2 o'clock. So we're going to have a, a long Sunday. Um, so, like, the schedule's been tough because it's, like, it's three games a week. There's, like, no breaks in between. So, like, the body's starting to hurt for everyone. I know Cardi probably feel the same way playing big minutes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it, it's tough, like, like you said. Like, especially the three and threes, like, I wish we were, like, the NHL. Obviously, we can't with, like, the amount of school guys in our league. But, like, I wish it was just, like, the NHL where you play, like, three three games a week, but, like, three or four games a week. But it's, like, every other night. Like, you're not playing back-to-backs all the time. Yeah, exactly. But, and then you lose is, a couple practice days, too. It makes it a little better. It makes the week Oh, yeah. Hard. Oh, yeah, big time. But I want to I get into some quick hit questions here, Bloomers. So, just, like, we'll fire through these. Can pineapple go on pizza? No. Okay. Who has the worst style on SAG? Ah, uh, oh, Duhart. Easily. Oh. Get you king. Uh, if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your family slash friends think you did? Uh, that's a tough one. Oh. Um, I don't know. Card, you, you should quick, answer this one too. It's supposed to be a quick hitter, and you stumped me. Yeah, that is a long one. Yeah, uh, I'll think of one at the same time. Uh, um, that is a tough, a toughie. I don't know. You kind of throwing yourself under the bus here, too, honestly, in this question. But I don't know. Maybe well, go no, to I, just, I just don't know. Like, Cardi, I'm killing, not planning on getting arrested anytime soon. No, me too. I'd say maybe you're asked like killing someone with kindness by me. Like, that'd be, like <laughs> I should think of. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's just move on from that one then um what's something popular now that in five years everyone will think is stupid um tiktok i was just uh, thinking that. i was thinking that too <laughs> it'll be like uh vine and musically but uh how do you eat a cupcake uh you eat the top and then you take the bottom off and then you eat the bottom all right okay, I like that. yeah all right that's that's, that's, the, that's good good speed round actually out of you there Rask, I know you want to get into some some deep questions here. Yeah, so now we go, we turn it completely around with some hard-hitting questions. What is the meaning of true love? Oh, that's a hard-hitting one. Meaning of true love. Um, it's about loving someone. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's someone you do any for anything for, I guess, like the boys. On the team, you do anything for them, so that's true love to me. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, what is a relationship deal breaker for you? Relationship deal breaker. Oh, I don't know. Me loving them more than they love me. I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, gotta gotta have it go both ways. Um. Do you think that humans will one day get overrun by artificial intelligence? Yes. Okay. Same. Um, oh yeah, and then <laughs> and then uh, the quiet little same. 
Yeah, I say this every time, man. I'm convinced. Yeah. But okay, so the way this, the way your season's going, you know, you might end up getting a, a nice little deal at some point. So, have you ever thought about, you know, like what's the first thing you'd buy if you signed a contract? Um, my parents bought me a car when I was 17, so I'd probably pay them back for that and pay off the car, just so okay. I'm not in debt anymore. So that, that would probably be my first purchase. That's a good one. I like that. Good, good guy right there. Um, have you ever heard about our, our partners, like a, a sponsor of our show, the Gavin Hockey Well Specialist? Uh, no, I haven't heard of them. Okay. They're just, they're, they're like NHL wealth managers. Basically they manage wealth for uh, NHL players and stuff. So something to look into, but they, they have a bunch of NHL clients. They say, save you a little tax money when you sign and, you know, invest your money <laughs> smart, tell you what to spend on what not to, but um for the listeners in the OHL and who might be signing contracts, check them out at gavingroup.ca. And then, uh, you know, they'll help you retire after hockey and never have to work another day in your life. Anyway, cards, I'll flip it over to you. Yeah, we're into the favorite part of our show here. Um, kind of wrap things up now with uh, fan questions. So stick specs and stick. Stick specs and stick. I use a Bauer Hyperlite. I just started using them. I remember, remember that whole situation that I had in my first year where I like, I can't use CCMs for some reason. There's something about them. I just can't do it. You were no, no offense to CCM, like, but I just can't do it. And so, um, finally this year, Sags hooked me up with with Bauer sticks, which is awesome. Uh, 82 Flex P92 Curve. Uh, like normal blade, no fat blade, normal grip. Pretty, yeah. pretty stock stick actually, but I love it. Yeah, well, that's whatever works, right? Um, favorite hockey memory. Favorite hockey memory. Uh, probably playing Team Canada. Like wearing that jersey for the first time was unbelievable. So, yeah. Pre-game superstitions or rituals? Uh, everything. So- so every time I go to the washroom, every time I put my helmet on, every time I walk out of the locker room, like everyone's got like that clock that goes up and I always do everything at like, say it's five, five seventeen, or like three seventeen or oh, okay. seventeen seventeen. Throw the number in there. That's sick. Yeah. Did anyone take you under their wing at uh, Sabres camp? Um, everyone was super nice. I'd say, uh, me and uh, Dylan Cousins, or was it Dylan Cousins? No, uh, his name's McKinnis. And so me and McKinnis sat beside each other in the room, and he was a super nice guy. I think he's playing for Rochester now. So uh, yeah. he was showing me around, teaching me what to do. So he was really nice. Nice. Who's the best chirpy you've ever played with? You. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. What a treat, Rask. What a there treat you go. that one is. I, haven't, I don't know if I've gotten one of those yet. No, I haven't I, heard anyone I, say that one yet. I think the boys are just too uh, – didn't want to give me the credit, but Bloomer did. So that, that's yeah, a show. Thank you. Cardsy's, Cardsy's an impulse chirper. He says whatever he thinks, and it just yeah. comes out. But whatever, Even if it's against my own team, like, uh, we, me, <laughs> you, like, like that's, that was the thing about our SAG group. We were so, like, everyone would just chirp everyone. It didn't matter your age or anything. Yeah. There was just always chirps. But yeah. – um. Last one here before we wrap it up. What is something outside of hockey you would like to do? Ooh, um, like if you weren't a hockey player, I guess. 
I don't know. I think I watch Wolf of Wall Street too much, so I'd probably go to the stock market or something. Yeah. I like <laughs> that's that fun. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Rask, you got you got anything here for Bloomer? Uh no, nah, I think I think that that's it. But I just want to thank you for coming on and especially so early in the morning. Like we're all a little tired. The listeners could probably hear it in our voices, but um I'll flip it over to you, cards. But I want to thank you for for taking the time. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Yeah, always a pleasure to talk to you, Bloomer. I I just get a kick out of you just being goofy <laughs> yourself. So it is it's always fun. Um I love seeing you light it up this year. So keep that going. Um loving all the highlights I'm seeing and your stupid little mullet thing on Saginaw's Twitter. So uh keep that hey, how can you not love that? Like I got the racist race going and everything. You remember our first year when I did that? I was outrageous. Yeah. It was, that's funny man you you always can rock a good mullet I, i'm thinking of getting one here soon too so keep that going and uh keep rolling and we'll be in touch but uh no thanks for taking the time today and i uh, really appreciate you coming on but yeah man you too all the best boys thanks a lot all right want to thank josh bloom for that it was a good one funny guy and good to get some uh some blood on the podcast acres eh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a treat now we have to get like my brother or something to keep a rolling next week or maybe even your brother on the pod but uh yeah. no it was it was funny man he's a good dude to catch up with i always get a kick out of his smirk he's always smirking and having fun so he was I, a lot. yeah i hadn't seen bloomer in a while so just to catch over zoom zoom it was pretty special yeah it was good and uh actually my brother's coming over right after this for dinner uh he lives my brother lives in st Catharines, eh? No, really? Yeah. So, uh, but we've both been so busy, but now we're trying to hang out more. So he's coming over. I'm making some pizza and uh, we'll, we'll hang out. But I was going to say uh, for next week, and I guess we can get the, actually, there's a couple of things to say. First, for next week, I think you and I should do a Q&A on here. We've done a few, but it's been a while. So let's, uh, I'm going to post up on the Instagram and get some, get some of the, listeners to send in some questions so think of your questions now feel free to dm them if you don't want to wait um send us some questions we'll answer them and then also while you're at it follow us on instagram at showbound podcast because we post a lot of stuff on there that if you're just listening you might you might miss um and check out the youtube just search showbound podcast on youtube we're, we're getting some content going there what do you think we should do for our next youtube video that's not not a podcast I don't know, but that's another thing that people can comment. We'll put that one up on the Insta and you guys can tell us what to post next on our YouTube and yeah. we can post IGTV on the uh, showbound podcast, Instagram account as well. Yeah. So, you know, give us a follow and uh, send in some questions for cards and I to, to answer. I, I actually, I don't mind the Q and A's. It's funny because every single one, the questions are always like, this one's for cards. Like this one's for cards. Like, yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> if anyone has any for me, that's fine too but i mean you know send them in cardi has has usually some good answers so um well yeah uh, I, want to see, I want to see that inbox just lit up with uh responses to us and yeah give rask some love i want to hear some funny <laughs> questions for this guy to have to answer but i'm looking yeah. forward to that i can't wait and did uh you watch any nfl this week uh nah not more than like a quarter of any games how about you well, I was watching the Cowboys a little bit. I played on Thursday night on Thanksgiving when they played, but yeah, what? Just an embarrassing loss. Like good comeback and all, and then you go to OT. You just got to win those ones. So 
it's a frustrating one this week, but you know what? We're all right. Still in great shape to make the playoffs in a weak division. So looking forward to getting back at her next week. And yeah, your um, bills. Have Cowboys have great. kind of been uh, on a downhill. Yeah, they have for sure. And, but your bill, your bills had a bye week. Eh? Yeah. Bills are off. Yeah, I need so. to get myself to a bills game, man. No, I, they I, won't go. No, the bills weren't off. Were they not off? They dominated New Orleans on Thanksgiving as well. The night, uh, yeah, yeah, thirty-one-six. I just pulled up the score. There we go. Yeah, you I knew it. Head. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I okay. Good for the bill. I need to get to a game though, man. Like maybe this December, since we have uh, none of our own games, I can go down for a weekend or whenever and uh, figure that out. The only thing is, I'm pretty sure you have to pay like two hundred bucks each way for a COVID shot. Like it's so annoying. Not a shot, a test. If anything, yeah, yeah, a test. Nah, you can you can get over the border with like a forty dollar antigen test from shoppers for like going okay. there. But yeah, we have be- I have those in my apartment. We get the, we have to take those three times a week already. No, that's not bad. At least you guys are being safe there, so you kind of know that's that's pretty good. I wasn't sure how they kind of ran things there. Yeah, we we have to do three tests a week, and then if you're if you have any like cold symptoms or whatever, you just test every day until you're better. And we've all been sick for the last three weeks so everyone's just taking tests every day yeah it's tough like because you don't know if it's a cold or not and especially around this time of year like everyone starts getting a cold and it's like oh crap like that maybe this is it and stuff but yeah that's yeah. that's good at least you're taking the precautions what what kind of tests do you guys do yeah we do the rapid antigen and then okay like if, if there's anything ever serious that you have to do you get a pcr just to make sure it's like the most yeah. accurate be, i guess i like the rapid ones because they don't hurt like, you know, you just put them in, like, it says two centimeters on the instructions. Yeah. Nice and, uh, nice and easy. Yeah. Anyway, you want to take it away with the outro? There's some snow on the ground over here where I am. I, I bet there isn't Barry. Oh, buddy. It's kind of <laughs> all over the place here. So, I mean, everyone get out there, play in the snow, make your snowman, go sledding. Uh, ski season is almost upon us, snowboarders as well, so everybody like that enjoy it and i think it's uh, it's getting pretty close to odr season um it's getting a little bit colder at night so i'm looking forward to uh setting up my rank here uh with my billets and uh i know everyone else is too so everyone be prepared for that we're just about at christmas too so uh the countdown's on now but uh we'll catch you next week one week closer see everybody